Hey guys, it's Aspen, Zoe, and Megan. Welcome to Really Going Through It, a podcast where we sit down each week to recap what the hell is going on in our lives. We're all really going through it, so we might as well go through it together. Hello. Hello. So spooky. (laughs) Hello. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Like you drink soda? (laughs) All right. Well, today, (laughs) what are we doing, Zoe? We are meeting Aspen for the first time. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Should we dive into weekly highlights and lowlights first? Yes. Let's do it. I'm prepared today. Wow. Well, I would That's hope so. first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. This is pretty easy. <laughs> okay, my highlight was my batch party was this last weekend and it was so much fun. It's like, yeah, you were shit faced the whole weekend. It was awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mason was like, I haven't seen her that drunk in years. The eyes. It was the eyes for me. I was like, she gone. She gone. Nobody home. <laughs> it was so fun, though. Uh, I would say same. Wasn't my bachelorette, but it was fun. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Basically. Basically. Except for Megan just kept grabbing my boobs all weekend long. So there's what, that. What's new? Nothing yeah. new there. Megan's obsessed. Yeah. Um. Well... We'll get into low light soon, but my highlight um, was not the bachelorette party, unfortunately. It was, honestly, I feel like I've been feeling so comfortable in my space lately. Like, I've been renovating my office, which is really exciting. And even, like, last night, Joey and I were just sitting out on the deck, and it was, like, 65 degrees. Yeah. And quiet and calm. And I've just been feeling, like, my space, which has taken a long time, if you know. Yeah. You know. I've just been feeling really feels like home my space and it feels very homey so that's been fun this week to yeah get into the nice. weather also has been like kind of chilly in the mornings it feels like so what's going good. on i'm here for it but i'm not at the same time <gasps> kind of scares me like it feels kind of nice and it then does I'm like, feel nice but then it's nice because it gets to like coming. 80 in the day yeah. but it's like 60 at night yeah it feels so good yeah. but yeah it's not gonna last yeah unfortunately well, low light, uh, missed my flight to Megan's bachelorette party yeah. and didn't make it. So for those of you yeah. constantly asking me. Yeah, same. My I DMs all weekend. I literally <laughs> filmed like a get ready with me. I was like putting on makeup to go just like have wine with some girls. And I was like filmed to get ready with me with like the story time. And I was like, you know what? It's not even fucking worth putting out. I literally missed my flight and yeah, wasn't able to go. The worst. Unfortunately, it was a shit show. So The worst. Um, my low light... The only thing I can think of is that I woke up with a massive headache today and I cannot shake it. It's one of those like where you get like the random zings in your temple. The woat. And, you know, that's just not fantastic. Not ideal. If that's the worst I got, it's the worst I got. And Kenny's sick. Yeah, Kenny has a runny nose. It's so sad. Mm -hmm. But she's extra snuggly. Yeah, so it's like... mm. (laughs) It's kind of a win, but not really. Yeah. My low light. um, I was really sad yesterday after the bachelorette party. And... Yeah, that's kind of my low light. Sad going back to reality and like, I feel like I was just looking forward to it for so long and then it was just here and gone so quickly and then boom, everyone's gone. We need to prepare like a happy day after your wedding because you're going to be an absolute disaster. Like I'm kind of scared. I love you, but you're going to be a hot mess. So I'm like, what do we need to do on Monday to like have like a happy day? And then also Tuesday. And Wednesday. Yeah, and Thursday. Basically and then until, until you get leaves. on your plane for South Africa. Seriously. We just need to so keep her entertained. A, oh a month and a half. Yeah. Yep. Wow. It'll be fine. 
for all hands on deck yeah basically all suggestions welcome at yeah. this point <laughs> how'd you come down from wedding blues please advise yeah. let us know dm us we're gonna need all the help <laughs> shall we yes we are going to dive into the story and how we met aspen and our first impressions of her Scary. do we meet the same time yeah i was gonna say do we meet the same time you met me but that doesn't oh my god i had to like actually think about that for a second silence <laughs> so we just roll our eyes at me okay so you guys obviously heard how they Did met me so the i met time. them let's let's look at my oh, lens yeah, of how yeah, i met honestly them. i don't Perfect. think we've ever even asked no this. We we've just been like no this is how it <laughs> this was. is exactly what happened i really don't remember it that much so clearly <gasps> you guys weren't like so basic not that you guys were just so fucking basic yeah. i'm just kidding um i just remember being so nervous because i knew all of you kind of like knew each other yeah. Everyone knew Aspen, but no one <laughs> that knew me. so fucking gross. No, I was just the con- the common theme. Yes. Or whatever. But it just sounded the connection. Bad. <laughs> yes. Everybody knew Aspen. She and was a celebrity. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and so I felt like very nervous and scared. But honestly, you guys didn't really seem like you were judging me at the time. So, so good. Perfect. We're really good at <laughs> so being So you're fake. good at that, I guess. <laughs> That's concerning. <laughs> Um, but no, I think all with Aspen, like continuing to grow to know her, I feel like I've always been like inspired and felt like being surrounded by her is something that like I always wanted a person like her in my corner to like inspire me and push me to be better. And I'm just thankful for our friendship and how far we've come in the last five years. When did I meet? Okay, so we obviously met like, I don't know, sometime in high school. Mm-hmm. going to camps and stuff but i remember like seeing her and being like she's not real life i'm like who is this human being but she was like the only person that was nice at the camps like everyone oh. else was like i mean you remember it was I like so probably was like this girl looks like maybe she'd like talk to me so i should probably <laughs> talk to her because i have massive social anxiety and otherwise stood would have st- stood in the corner yeah, by myself absolutely so. but it was so long ago like i think so long ago i think that's like I don't know. I was like 17. Like, I have no idea. That was literally 10 years ago. We were flipping through the air. It was yeah. a blur. It was a blur. Tryout night. When I finally tried out, we all went out and I was like, what did I get myself into? I don't even like remember. Like, I don't remember it. I don't know. It, it was just a lot. feels like so long I ago. Know. Yeah. But cheer. Cheer. Good cheer, old man. days. Cheer, man. Okay, Aspen, tell us about your upbringing. Like, how were you raised? Tell us about your parents. All the things. Um. So, I'm from a small town in Iowa, which I feel like... All, I mean, all three of us are yeah. from, we always fly joke, flyover states, states dun, but dun, I do dun. think that plays a huge role in how you're brought up. Like, we're all Midwestern, born and raised. Um, but my parents were entrepreneurs. They started a company in 1999, so I was five when they started it with literally nothing um, and grew that to be super successful. That's what they did my whole life was ran a company, and so that's what I've always been surrounded by. I feel like I've always just known that, like, that's the path I was going to take. Um, so they worked really, really hard, but they were always around, which was another huge blessing. Yeah. A huge like sculpture of my upbringing. Um, you know, my dad would be busting tail from early morning to late night, but my mom would be there to get us off the bus. And then my, they worked like 45 minutes away. They built a facility. And so, um, eventually, you know, my dad was able to be around as well. And throughout my whole life I just remember them always being at every event and every so amazing everything and so they were working so hard 
to raise us, but they were also there to raise us, you know? Um, and so I think they just instilled really strong values into my brother and myself and have inspired us so much to just like go big, you know, and, and see what can happen. So I think they play a huge, they're everything in my life. I feel like this goes into our next question, but who has made the most influence in your life this far? Yeah. I mean, I would a hundred percent say my parents. I feel like I'm not someone that idolizes people. I don't like, there's no celebrity out there or no matter how much I like an artist or something, I'm not someone to be like, they're perfect. I want to follow in their footsteps. I want to do everything that they do. But like your parents, and I know we've talked about this before, but your parents, you know, the Mm -hmm. ins and outs, you know, what they've had to do to get to where they are. You know, what, you know, like the sacrifices, their hardships and what they believe and what you just know the inner workings and they've a hundred percent. I, I love and trust everything. I mean, I go to them for every piece of advice from decor in my house to <laughs> building a business to investing to yeah. literally everything big and small relationship advice. It's just they're, they're, I have a great, you know, something to look up to and I'm very grateful for that. I think it's so crazy that all three of us feel that way because it's not common right. at all. I know. I think about that a lot, especially in like all a lot of aspects, like yeah. in relationship, in business, in just who Life. they are as a person. Yeah. Like how they raised kids. We're very, very, very lucky. Yeah. What are you most passionate about in your life right now? I feel like this has changed so much over the years. And like what brings you joy? What brings you like the happiness in your life right now? I feel like right now it's just taking in like every aspect of life I feel like for a long time it was head down work and build what I could and I'm really grateful for that period of my life because it's put Joey and me in a spot that we wouldn't otherwise been in but I think right now I'm very focused on just making sure that I'm good and like we're good as a family and building those strong foundations within myself and within my relationship and just in my physical world because I've realized without any of that what's the point you know Mm -hmm. and I think that day to day it's just about like making sure I feel good and I feel strong and I feel mentally prepared for whatever life can bring me yeah because obviously I've had a long couple years of just battling like through anxiety and through all of these things that I think stemmed from neglecting myself and neglecting things that I needed to face and so I think every day if I can just give myself the little things that I know that I need I get stronger and stronger every day you know no matter how long it takes do you feel like there was a turning point or like do you know like an exact moment where you like realize that the like the season of like really hard work that you were in could no longer like service you yes it was July of last year so like just over a year ago was when I really like sat with myself and I was like I'm done living how I've been living yeah about like six or so months before that was I like hit an actual breaking point wall where like I had a full-on breakdown I drove four hours away I remember this and disconnected for a weekend and like Joey and I sat down and we were like we got to fix something but I think it took six seven however many months to really let go because 
I've always been someone that like my achievements are your identity, my identity and mm-hmm. my achievements and what other people see of me is who I feel like I need to be. Absolutely. And that's something that takes a lot of unlearning and therapy and all of the things. But I think it took me that long to really be okay to like let go of something that I felt was what I was, what I was and who I was. When in reality, it was just kind of like a stepping stone in the process that I needed to loosen my grip on and just be able to get into what I actually cherish and enjoy, which is, again, like kind of not living a slow life. I'm building a business. I'm just as aspirational as I've always been. It's just doing it in a way that's sustainable and allows me to like not be so uptight and anxious and crazy. And yeah. burnt out. I remember totally. that weekend specifically that you went up north and like you disconnected for the weekend and everyone yeah. was like, Where's Aspen? Like, like she wasn't she on social media, like she was like totally present in the moment. And I remember like you coming back and you could tell something was different. Yeah. Um, which is just so crazy to like think about like that being the turning point and like mm-hmm. having to go to a place that was so quiet and peaceful to like get what you needed to do. Yeah. And just yeah totally that was a very I highly suggest if you're like hitting a breaking point to just flip your phone over turn it off and go get in your own head because like we talked about this in a different episode like your answers that you're looking for are inside of you totally Mm -hmm. not anywhere else so just yeah go and I feel like I have to go somewhere outside of like my normal places like I can't do Mm -hmm. that in my home I can't like I have to go elsewhere yeah to be able to like fully think but yeah I love that I want to go back to what you were talking about a little bit ago about like making sure you're good um tell me like things that you do to make sure that you're good in the right headspace because I feel like you've come a long way with that yeah and I think it's still constantly trying to figure out those things I've tried and failed and let go of so many things that maybe helped you know I think working out for me is such a huge if if I'm in a consistent workout routine I'm so much better off than if I'm not, but that's so much easier said than done for me. Mm -hmm. Like moving my body regardless, I've been so much better at like just walking every day and putting on a podcast or listening to music or or nothing, honestly, just like listening to the sounds of the world around Mm -hmm. you and like not consuming um, has been huge for me. Just in general, not trying not to scroll, um, trying not to just spend hours and hours on social media because it's definitely my escape. Like it's my... um, like it numbs my mind if I can just sit and scroll if I'm anxious like having like physical anxiety symptoms I can go into my phone and like lock in on that and I'll scroll for hours thinking that it's like making me feel better but Mm -hmm. in reality it's just putting off the inevitable right I think waking up and just having like a consistent routine I obviously moved which is a huge not you can't just get up and move I know but moving my space has been an immense help with just like my day-to-day feeling more inspired which then makes me want to go for that walk which then makes me want to eat healthier which then makes me want to go to the gym like all of those Mm -hmm. things so I think just there's so much that has changed in the last year or whatever of my life but I do think that it all comes down to like a good routine that doesn't have to be cra- like I don't I wake up at 7 a.m. every day I go to bed around 10 p.m. every day I get a lot of sleep I'm, I'm not saying like don't I don't personally feel like I need to get up at 5 a.m. every day to like get my shit done yeah but I also do have the luxury of working for myself so I know that that's not always the case for people and but no kids and no kids yeah. but it's just those little things like I don't 
think there's any big grand massive thing yeah. it's just what do you need to feel like you're on track and doing things that make you feel good and if like you feel mentally like balanced and like your nervous system is in check those are probably the right things if you feel like your heart is always racing and you're in that kind of fight or flight and you feel really overwhelmed like I used to have a lot of overwhelm like I couldn't get my to-do list done fast enough because I was trying to do every single thing at once my heart was crazy I was drinking coffee I was doing all these things and like by the end of the day I was crashing like Mm -hmm. I was so exhausted and I felt like I didn't accomplish anything and that's a huge sign of like you're not taking care of your nervous system so take it slow in the morning do what you can to just get your nervous system right and if you feel like chilled out and zen and calm and like you can kind of move from one thing to the next without feeling like you're running a rat race then those are probably the things you should continue to do. Totally. You let a cat out of the bag last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Tell us about Rev. Tell us about like the most challenging pieces of it, the most rewarding so far. I mean, you've only just begun, but you've also yeah. been keeping this secret for so long. Tell yeah. us about it first before yeah. we go into that. So Rev is a Pilates and treadmill focused fitness class experience um that will take place in a really high-end elevated studio space and really how it came to be was I was searching for this in our area Mm -hmm. and I couldn't find anything so of course instead of just classic aspen settling for whatever we do have I went to my business partner and was like let's do this let's build this and she was 100% on board um she was actually the one that decided or had the idea to bring in treadmill and I think it's just the most perfect thing because I know that so many people myself included when you get done with a Pilates class you're like that was so hard that was incredible I feel amazing but a lot of people still feel like they need to get that cardio work and as we all know that cardio work is so important for just the longevity of your life so to be able to bring those together it's like the most perfect well-rounded um workout for you know 50 minutes where you're going to be able to leave and feel so it's like ready to tackle your day and I think that's our main thing is we know people are busy we know that people have lives they're chasing around kids they're building businesses they're you know going to work all day they're doing all of these things we want to give them something that they can come to to escape to feel you know like they're in a space that's going to elevate them they're surrounded by people that are going to elevate them um, but they can get it done in one workout with one membership and not feel like they have to bounce around all the time and and take up all of this space in their mind of getting their workout in it's very much tailored to you know like I said my my needs where if I can go to a space that's going to inspire me I can get a workout in I love the people that I'm doing it with and I leave feeling incredible I'm going to stay consistent with it and with that's going to come better mental health better physical health all of the things so I can't wait. So excited. And it's like seven minutes from my house. So, so I will probably be living good. there. Literally. It's so good. I'm so excited. It's been a long time. Yeah, we came up with the idea in January. It's now August. So yeah. what's been like the most challenging so far? I think the most challenging for me is definitely the amount of time that it takes. Totally. I'm so used to the online business space where I can come up with an idea and it's implemented the next day and I'm earning money from it within a week, you know? Um, so... <laughs> I'm someone that has no patience and this has been so incredible to teach me that like slow doesn't mean bad you know slow just means you're getting it right and you're you're moving at a pace that 
is You're meant building to be something worthwhile too right and there's so many things that have already like been bumps in the road like you know we were going to go into a space we worked on that space for like five months trying to lock in a lease it ended up not working out and we ended up in such a better space in a better place with just it's just so much better and hindsight we were so sad when we had to walk from the space but it was absolutely the best thing that could have happened to us and it's things like that that had we just moved quickly we would have found out later on that potentially that space wasn't the right fit um and so it's really teaching me that like going slow and getting things right and building like Megan said for that longevity and that sustainability is like I feel like what I've always kind of pivoted towards in the past or you know more recently um and now it's just like coming to fruition where it's like yeah going a little bit slower and actually building to sustain is so much more beneficial than just getting it done which has always been how I want to do is just check the box check the box this isn't a check the box thing and I don't want it to be like I want it to be so incredible and last forever so yes I love that where do you see yourself in three five ten years down the road juicy well three years from now I will obviously still be the CEO and founder of Rev. Um, ideally, we'll have multiple locations by then, and it'll be just growing like crazy. Um, probably have a kid. Whoop, whoop. Or Did two. Just say Kenny's that? friends. Oh my God. I mean, I would assume. You guys are coming around the corner. I can feel it. I mean, I I've always be been there. It's just, yeah. I feel like I can finally see how it's possible. You know what I mean? For yeah. a long time, I was like, that's just not possible yeah. right yeah. now. I agree. Now I'm like, okay, three years from now, things will be like steady with Rev. Joey's job is like just incredible. He'll still be doing that. And I can just see us kind of having those roots down. But yeah, probably obviously living in the same place, being not too much will change aside from just growth in a lot of aspects of life. Five years, similar. I mean... Maybe another kid. Maybe four kids. <laughs> Definitely not four. <laughs> Ten years. Um, hopefully retired. <laughs> not um, day-to-day working anymore, but I'll probably never stop working. But I, love I am that. so bad at being like, people are like, what, where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, I know. I don't know what I'm doing in six months. Like, I mean, I, I do, but like, you know, like, life just changes yeah. so much. Yeah. Like, three years ago, if you'd have been like, this is your life, like, yeah. You're running multiple businesses. You have a child. You're doing a podcast. Like you live in this beautiful home. I'd have been like, (laughs) jokes on you. There's no way. You know, like life just changes. You just don't know what's coming. And I feel like that's such a thing of my life too. Is like I'll say yes to pretty much anything. So that one yes could completely take me uh, down a complete different road that I have no idea is coming. So I honestly have no idea where I'll be, but ideally, just kind of on the same path, growing along the way. I love that. Switching gears. The singing. Where did this become a thing? Aspen, I think you started this. Probably. Um, you just had your five-year wedding anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sum up your relationship with Joey in five words. Five, five words only. Specifically? Yeah. Um, she counts on her fingers well, like, like she knows. Five. Maybe let's do five separate words. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to like make it a sentence. I was like, no, no God. like five separate words. Okay. You know, it's like Tuesday. It's like <laughs> really good and fun. Um, safe, I would say for sure. Uh, Joey makes me feel very safe and secure. I think those are two words that pop into my head. Um, fun, 
It's a very boring word, but Joey and I have a lot of fun together just in the mundane day to day. If you had a camera in our house, you'd be like, what the hell are these two Joey's just so funny. children doing? The driest humor. Yeah. He's so really funny. Um, loving. And I think of patient. Joey or yeah. me? Not you. Our relationship. Me. Yeah. Joey's very patient. Very. very. You know what else? He is very... Um, which is not your relationship, but that I just like, like thought of like that. With yeah, Joey. he's very like understand or like he very much wants to know what's going on in my mind because we are so, so different in our minds. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think the guy's ever experienced a dose of anxiety in his life or like any type of he's just very like, like yeah, yeah, I'll sure. do that. Yeah, sure. He doesn't think I'm like, OK this is what we're supposed to do. Let me walk through the 17,000 steps before that and see if there's going to be anything that goes wrong or whatever beforehand. And he's like, he's already doing it. What are you doing? Like, why are you doing that to yourself? You know? So, but he want he actually like really wants to know like the inner workings of my brain. And like, if I'm struggling or if I'm sad or if I'm mad or whatever, he wants to understand it. So I feel like, that's a big piece of our relationship is just like understanding each other because we are so different yet so similar which i think is that's probably pretty common yeah yeah in a relationship but he just makes me feel extremely safe and understood and secure and he takes good care of me which lord knows i need sometimes so (laughs) grateful for don't we all (laughs) oh my god after five years of marriage what is advice you would give to a newly married couple megan in less than three weeks oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i would say at least for us we got married when we were 24 so babies we were very young i guess nowadays we were very young and i think throughout marriage just as much as your relationship you're still getting to know each other and growing as a team and that's a very different aspect of you know being in a relationship than it is when you're dating or even when you're engaged like we talked about earlier those decisions become a team thing those Mm -hmm. you know ideas become a team thing um all of it becomes a team thing and you kind of go from two separate people living in your own worlds to becoming one and it's not to say you can't continue growing yourself I would say that's a big piece of advice for me is like still do you and stay on your own track while they do them and stay on their own track just make sure that you're bringing each other on your tracks if that makes sense because I think it's easy to get married get comfortable either stay separate which is probably not going to work out long term or get too involved where then you kind of lose your self, sense of self and your identity. Similar to when I feel like moms have kids, they, they can so easily just become mom. It's like you can just become wife or whatever. Um, so I would say just continue to explore your relationship, understand that you're growing together, understand that you're growing as people individually and trying to navigate all of that by just communicating with each other that and anything that's going down, just having that open line of communication is so important, which I know everybody says, but truly. It's so hard, but it's so necessary. It's so necessary. And it's it's also hard to do in a way that is like not toxic, you know, like it's yes. so easy to just be like, shut up or mm-hmm. whatever. 
but obviously that's not going to get you very far. So it's, it's a very, I would say it's a big learning curve, just like anything in terms of just growing a relationship, whether you're married, engaged, dating, once you're with someone for a long time, like you're growing as an individual, but you're also growing as a team. And that's a part of life that you have to learn how to navigate. This randomly reminds me, I vividly remember my dad gave me advice one time I called him. I don't know if it was, I think it was when I left working the jail, LOL, at my pastime. TBT. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you do. But we just got talking about like life and changing and he was like, you're not meant to be the same person you are five years ago, today, tomorrow. Totally. Like you're meant to grow and like that's going to be really hard for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you may marry somebody who, you know, was an entrepreneur and then they aren't anymore or they, you know, vice versa or like people just change and you're meant to grow. And the whole purpose of life is to learn how to grow together. Mm -hmm. And that was to me, I was like, duh, like it's so obvious, but it's like, it's so easy to forget and like not think about that. Yeah. There's one of Kelsey Ballerini's like rolling up the welcome mat songs, which is a really heartbreaking album, but she talks about how he loved her more when she was 23 or whatever, like when they got married. Yes. And I do think that it's so important to find someone that loves you at every stage unconditionally through the hardships, through the good stuff, you know, as I change my freaking career every five seconds or like change my dreams every five seconds, Joey's like, hell yeah, I'm along for the ride. Like totally. I, when we met, or I guess not when we met, but like when we first got married or like started whatever when we were engaged and stuff I was working like a corporate job eight to five coming home whatever like our life is so different now because of me honestly like his he's always been kind of in the corporate world loves it he's amazing at it but like I am always throwing wrenches and I'm like I have a new business that I'm gonna start tomorrow (laughs) Joey's like what is going on I'm like I we're (laughs) we're moving he's like why like So I definitely keep him on his toes and he goes along with it and supports me every step of the way, which is so important, so important, which leads into how do you set healthy boundaries in a relationship? I feel like for a long time, I didn't have any boundaries between working and my relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's been something that Joey and I have had to navigate together where I'll just, I would just completely neglect everything except working, which obviously was not healthy (laughs) or healthy for anyone but I do think like day to day I'm very much someone that now kind of like I said earlier with my routine like I wake up I take care of me I get my shit done and show up to my career how I have to and when Joey gets home like I make dinner I I typically have it done before he gets home like I'm kind of am someone that does want to take care of my husband just like he takes care of me totally. but in other ways yep and so when he gets home you know I typically make dinner or we go out to dinner or whatever and then we spend time together the two of us I think that just in anything I really try to make my day have something for me you know something for my relationship something for obviously work something for my entertainment I think that that or like my hobby or something like that has nothing to do with making money nothing to do with my relationship nothing to do with taking care of me Mm -hmm. yeah it's like I have self-care I have relationship I have work and I have you know just something that is feels fun to me whether that's going for a walk or reading a book or whatever but taking care of yourself and taking care of your partner as much as you can and then the work is just what I've learned is that it's kind of what supplements all of those things it's not 
I had it backwards for a while. Like it was like, I have to build a career so that my family thrives and we can live how we want to live. And I feel like it's actually more so I want my family to thrive and I want to work to support our lifestyle. But if there's no family to support, then what's the point? Um, throughout this entire interview, we'll call it, um, you've done a lot of things in your life and you've experienced, you know, so many different aspects. What at this point is your most proud accomplishment? At this point, I would say is having a successful, healthy family relationship. I mean, I truly think that's one of the hardest things to accomplish in life. And to have found Joey so young, I'm really grateful for that. But like we, it's not been perfect by any means. Just throughout dating and college and everything, it's just like we got through so much. But I think that's such an important piece of it is like going through those things and testing, not testing, but if you can get through things that are, you know, normal things that everybody goes through, then you know, okay, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. I'm choosing this person. And moving forward from there, it's a choice every single day. And I know we've talked about that before, but I do think that's one of my greatest accomplishments is like the two of us have such a strong bond and such a strong relationship that I feel so confident and secure in building off of that and continuing to grow as a family. And I just feel very accomplished by that because I know that it's so much easier to be like mm-hmm. F this or like, yeah. you know, like so much easier. Whatever. So many people do that. I yeah. mean, like just looking at like statistics and stuff, like yeah. so many people give up when it gets hard and to and build a really firm relationship that when life does get really crazy or if it does get messy or if it does get hard, like, you know, that you two are so solid that you can get through it together and like that's not something you have to worry about yeah Yeah. and I think that's always been the thing for me is like no matter how much chaos like I literally have a picture in my head of like just chaos going around the two of us are just like solid in perfectly clear picture like it's always us first you're always choosing each other yeah and it's it's always us before anything else Mm -hmm. and I mean it hasn't always been that way my fault you know a lot of times like I said I would choose work I would choose my career I would choose whatever and we got through that and now it's just like I'm still so young at 29 to be able to go through all of these learning lessons so early I just know that long term like we'll be able to build such a solid family because of our strong foundation and I think that's, yeah, I, I, I see that as an accomplishment. I love that. Let's Beautiful. get into questions from the listeners. Bum, bum, bum. Number one, what's your favorite date night activity? <sighs> I would say Joey and I, 99% of the time when we go on dates, we go out to dinner. I was just going to say, <laughs> you go to a restaurant. I yeah. just, I love eating out at restaurants and having a nice like glass of wine or something. Like to me, that is just... I just love it so much. He would not say the same. Like he is not the type of guy that wants to go He's to like, a nice we dinner. We save $46 yeah. by eating at home. <laughs> but it's also just easy. You know, he gets home from work. I've worked all day. It's like, it's just easy to go grab a nice dinner and put our phones away and just mm-hmm. have quality time. I think quality time is like be taken care of. my biggest love language. So when I can just sit down and have a nice dinner and not have to cook and also get quality time uninterrupted with my husband, it's just... I cherish the time, I think, more than the restaurant experience, yeah. but I also love a good glass of wine and a nice dinner. So, this is an interesting question. 
What are three things you wish you knew before becoming a homeowner? You're not going to know anything. (laughs) You're You're just going to learn as you go. I mean, hindsight, now that I've owned two homes, um, I remember one time just little story I was it was in our first home that we bought and we bought that in 2018 this was probably like a year into it or something I'm in the basement trying to do something and all of a sudden the pipes just burst on me oh, yeah, I remember and this. it was scalding hot like burning my skin so I get on the phone I'm calling Joey I'm like screaming I am not good in the midst of chaos I'm sure you'll learn that about me I have just immediate panic which I need to figure out before having children, I think. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and so these scalding hot pipes were just spraying all over me. And I'm calling Joey. Joey's in his office. Probably everyone can hear me because I'm on FaceTime. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know what to do. The basement's going to flood. It's scalding hot. Like, all of this, whatever. And it's just shit like that. Like, now, if that happened, I'd be like, shut the water off. Yeah. Like, go to the big knob and just turn it off but it's like you have to go through that crap in order to like learn and i feel like that's just home ownership in a nutshell so i don't know if i have shit's gonna break i don't know if i have three things but number one is definitely like just embrace the chaos and you'll figure it out as you go i just think there's so much unknown going into it so much that oh my god it's it's yeah it's fun it's fun but it's also just like why was i not taught any of this our pool cover broke and i was like can't open the pool anymore so now what gotta yeah. figure it out and they the company that installed that when this house was built in 1995 no longer exists of course so i also feel like the money aspect of buying a house oh my God. and now now that i've bought and sold a house there's a lot of learning that goes into that too um i obviously am not going to give financial advice but i do think that it's just there's a lot of ways that i think are a lot better to do it than the yeah. way that a lot of people do it but I would just say follow your gut and just like go with the way that you feel like you feel the most comfortable when it comes to like putting money down, paying off your house, paying your mortgage. Like there's, there's more to it than the way that the world tells you Mm -hmm. to do it. And so I think that that's another thing is like, go learn about Mm -hmm. your money and like Mm -hmm. best ways instead of just like kind of following the crowd. Um, There's a lot of ways that you can go about all of those things. So Speaking of money, the final question. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what is your daily income? Uh, no, but how did you secure funding for your new business venture? We're self-funded. Um, so I have one business partner, Molly. We kind of were working together and we were like, okay, we need more funding um, because I invested quite a bit of money into it. Um, and then we just brought on a third partner to self-fund because we... Yeah, felt like that that. was the best way to do it um, for now. And then we'll go from there. But we are self-funded, which is so fun. I think it's really a good accomplishment, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Starting something from the ground up. It's really hard to do. Capital. Nobody on your back. I mean, yeah. Someone. Yeah. It's just us against the world. Do everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's game time. Ooh. I I could only think of the other two. Same. (laughs) same we were struggling yeah yeah i mean what other games we're doing this or that rapid fire so we're gonna give you two two things you have to choose one or the other don't pick megan's version of rapid fire like true Um, rapid fire you know okay okay tiktok or insta tiktok whoa christmas or halloween christmas (laughs) oh god (laughs) bad breath or bad vo (laughs) 
Rapid. Ah. Breath or B.O.? B.O., come on. Are you kidding? You'd rather have B.O.? I think yes. breath because you can, Bro, you can brush have your teeth. Gum. Yeah, I think breath. <gasps> oh, bad, bad breath. I don't, know. I don't want either one. <laughs> pick the or. I used to always want to pick something. Or. I'm like, or. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wine or Aperol spritz? Wine. City or country? Country. Skincare Skin- or hair care? Skincare. I know the answer to this one. Text or call? Text. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> iPhone or Android? iPhone. Princess Polly or Revolve? Revolve long term. Running or hit? (laughs) (laughs) Running, I think. I know she hates both, so that's why it's funny. Running, I think. I'd rather sprint, you know? Yeah, get it over with. Yeah. That was it. I was a sprinter. You nailed it. Growing up. Good job, Rapid Fire. Oh, we made it through. Finally, where can people go to learn about you and Rev? Pimp yourself out. Pimp yourself out. My Instagram and TikTok are both Aspen underscore underscore king. Don't forget Two the second underscores. underscore. So annoying. Double whammy. <laughs> um, the Rev Studios on Instagram. We'll get a TikTok going soon. LinkedIn. Just kidding. My li- <laughs> no, I think that's pretty much it. We did it. We made that it through all fun, three of uh, us. Hopefully you guys know a little bit more about all of us now. And we can freely talk on our podcast and you'll be like oh that's why she said makes that makes sense yeah. that checks that checks Refer out Refer to interview um <laughs> we got a bachelorette recap coming up Woo-hoo. and Woo-hoo. i'm so excited because gonna i'm gonna be to? riding along yeah. just listening hearing all the stories and i cannot wait mass chaos in the best way possible honestly <laughs> through mine and zoe's eyes yeah your mom wait. was like out to get me wasted the whole weekend it's <laughs> hilarious so we will bring that to you guys next week in the meantime hang out with us Check us out on Instagram. Keep yourself in the loop. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye, guys.